Ever wondered what Clark Kent and cloud technology have in common? Well, you're in luck. This is Road to New Reality Podcast, and I'm your host, Rachel Featherston. On this episode, Ravi Began, head of asset management at KPMG, sits down with Eduardo Grimulia, senior vice president and country head of State Street in Luxembourg, to discuss who and what will save the day for a financial industry at a crossroads. Thanks, Rachel. Eduardo. Glad to have you on board today. Thanks for having you. Good afternoon. So I think today we're going to talk a bit about uh, what we can look for in the future, you know, post-COVID. I think one of the things that we've seen in terms of transformation happening, or at least the mindset, uh, there's a meme floating around the internet that says, who's led the digital transformation of your company? Is it the CEO? Is it the CTO? Or is it COVID-19? So Eduardo, what's your take on it? Well, I think that's that's uh, that's a good meme. I actually used it for my um, my strategy document with with the leadership team whilst we were working through through the COVID situation, um, all from home. As the story goes, we were right about to. I, I took on the, the the leadership role in Luxembourg in November. I was planning to take the team out for some offsite strategic meetings to, and then COVID hit just like the week that we were planning to do it. So obviously that didn't happen, but then still the strategy needs to be built. We need to give certainty to our employees and to the market. And um, we were doing the the sessions via video and, and somebody sent that through. And I said, well, actually, let's put it on, on the strategy document. And the reason for it is because the strategy, as we were designing it before, as we were thinking about it before COVID, got... Part, partly disrupted, let's say, let's put it mildly, uh, by COVID. So, yes, I, I don't think that COVID-19 um, led the digital transformation. It was already, it had already started in fairness, but I think it has been an accelerator, uh, a strong accelerator of, of that transformation. So that's very interesting. In fact, in an article I was reading recently, the author was discussing how COVID has been the spark that lit the match for digital transformations. And here I just want to read a quote for, of his. Uh, it says, nothing silences an individual's or an organization's inner perfectionist like a full-blown crisis. In response to dramatic disruption, many organizations have undergone a healthy renegotiation of their relationship to digital technology prioritizing. And they've ended up to hate works over after years of slaving over this initiative. This is the best we could do. Do you think this is the way forward? I, I do. I think uh, the the view is is I share that view. I think um, connecting to 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 what we were saying before about the acceleration. Even if you look at the simple things all this digital technology that we're using to communicate with each other in a state of lockdown, we had it, we just weren't using it. We've gone from zero 
to 98% of our people working from home and not just in Luxembourg, but across the globe. And so the use of this technology has, has really increased exponentially. So much so that at the beginning we were having capacity issues, the providers were having capacity issues, uh, and others came around and, and, and so on and so forth. So, so yes, uh, what what COVID taught us as well is that we have been probably slow in in adopting new technology and transforming ourselves, just like the the, the simple example of of the communication tools that we're using now. There's a, re- a lot of red tape in an organization like ours, global organization, many stakeholders. A lot of when COVID came around, it was impressive how fast we could deploy. 98% working from home. So the demonstration is there when push comes to shove. And I think COVID was that. We all smartened up and did what was right. Now we need to leverage that lesson. Um, we need to capitalize on it. We need to make sure that what we learned in the last three months, we can not forget after six, but use in the next five years, uh, whatever is the time period that this author is quoting. But I think for me, that is the important, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. So, so just, uh, echoing on that, I think technologies like cloud really saved the day during the lockdown periods. And so far we had seen there was some reluctance to, to go into the cloud route. And as you say, the danger is that if people come back to the office, we may start forgetting about that. I mean, what, what, do you think we should, what steps we should take so that we don't start forgetting about that when we come back to the offices? Um, I think it's upon us to start any type of transformation that we want to maybe, or that we had in mind and we were keeping it on the side because there were other priorities. I think this is now the priority. And if we want to really capitalize on it, we need to start the process of, yeah, adopting cloud technology or whatever that is, or, or maybe increasing it, expanding it, um, whilst, uh, whilst it's still vivid in our memories. And it still is because COVID is still amongst us. It hasn't been uh, eradicated. The vaccine has not been found. So I think uh, through, through the ups and downs that we will have in the coming months, maybe years, hopefully they'll come up with a vaccine before then. I think we should, uh, yeah, we should work and really remind ourselves of how helpful it was and how it can help us in the future, hopefully not because we're going to get other COVIDs, but because we've learned a lesson that it's very important to transform our, our industry. We have already been uh, adopters of the cloud for, for, for some time. Now it's, uh, for me, Luxembourg needs to drop a bit of those concerns that it has. And I think by and large, the regulator, I think we're going to touch upon that later, but the regulator has, if I recall, it was on a, on a call, on a call that we had on the shirt, on the AGM of, of ABBL. One comment from Claude Marx was that, um, there was a lot of concern around the cloud computing allowed, cybersecurity, et cetera. Uh, COVID forced the regulator to be a bit pragmatic about it and, 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 and allow for organizations to use it a bit more widespread. And what they found out was that, you know what? It's worked. Um, now, let's not lower our guard. Uh, cybersecurity is still uh, a very important thing to bear in mind, a uh, high concern. 
But I think we, we're looking at it differently um, across the industry and, and I'm not speaking for the regulator, but let's see what happens. Um, we've been told that there's going to be a new circular this month. Uh, let's see what that tells us. Okay. So in terms of new technologies and where the future lies, uh, where do you think, uh, which are the technologies you think, you know, in terms of the financial sector for your own organization uh, will be your focus now for the next uh, months or, or years? I mean, I, I think all of the above. Uh, why I say all of the above, um, what, what transformation has shown us, uh, at the beginning, there was a lot of, of buzz, big words around, around some of these, uh, technological advancement that would disrupt the financial industry that would disrupt banks. I still think it's there. I think it was a bit more, um, uh, the ambitious that what it could uh, that what it could do i think now the realization is that it can we can get there but by small increments so what what am i trying to say i haven't seen any new product innovative product coming out uh, from from covid that can replace the current settlement systems that we have that can replace uh, central security depository i think though there are a lot of projects out there be that cryptocurrencies tokenizations they are slowly getting there and i think with time that's probably where the industry might go. There's still a lot of, of things to prove because what we have, let's say it's not broken. It's just a bit slow and dated, but it's not broken. And if we, if we consider the amount of transactions, um, money that we still process through the old systems, the, let's say the, the, the old way, um, it's still coping. Um, so we still need to see those, those great ideas, uh, not come out, they're out there, but really manifest themselves and, and become more, more concrete. So, uh, what, what's particular, I mean, all of the above cloud computing, it's now it's here. We've seen it through COVID let's push, uh, communication technology. It's here. It's now it's proven. Let's push. Um, we can, we still need to cater for the current needs for, for the BAU, as they call it, uh, for the markets to continue to operate the way they have to, for, for resiliency, et cetera. Um, for the future, let's look at tokenization. Let's look at cryptocurrency. Let's look at, uh, at Bitcoin. Let's look at uh, DLT, whatever you want to look at, uh, all these big words. Let's look at what, um, what, will work what won't work i think as i say right now what we're seeing is that a lot of those large projects which were a bit too ambitious and uh, no one has really proved that they work if we if we start uh reducing them and, and doing a bit at a time i think uh, we're gonna get there all right in terms of innovation I think some industries are saying that we'll see five years worth of innovation in the next 18 months. Do you think that applies to technology in the financial sector as well or innovation? As I say, I haven't seen anything innovative uh, as it relates to a lot of what we do. Uh, I've certainly seen acceleration of a lot of the projects that were already there. Um, will we will we do five years in 18 months? That's quite aggressive. I think we're still 
the industry that we are, we're still the organizations that we are. Um, maybe in some areas we'll see, hopefully we'll see, I don't know, cryptocurrencies, if, if they are really a solution uh, for a problem out there, we'll see them uh, accelerate. Uh, the whole industry, um, I doubt it. Uh, what we've seen as well, uh, this year, the Alfi set out its 2025 ambition paper. So one, one of the things, one of the objectives that they have there is to say, we need to drive innovation and the digital transformation of the Luxembourg funds industry. In that context, where do you think the Luxembourg fund industry should be focusing to, uh, to achieve this digital transformation? Several areas. I think uh, if I can probably boil it down to right now is, is, is the data. I think the intersection of a lot of the initiatives on the 2025 ambition uh, paper uh, resides um, in the data. So if you want to go ESG, if you want to go digital, if you want to go um, whichever direction that you want to go, the, at the core of, of that transformation, at the core of that acceleration to be able to do it in, in, in five years is, is being able to master, to master the data. Um, and I don't think we're quite there yet. Um, the data in terms of, for example, being able to assess the industry with one, with one metric. Um, if you're looking at the alternatives industry, the growth it has, we still don't have really the data that is able to tell you um, what is the, I don't know, the alternative um, regulated business versus the unregulated business. What are the products that are going, um, uh, are, are going, are being more in demand versus others that are, are, are um, a bit straggling there. And then if you look at ESG right now and, and getting ESG labels, uh, being able to call yourself ESG, being able to promote that area in Luxembourg, which Luxembourg wants to do, I think a lot of the key in that is still the data because there's a lot of things that need to be normalized, a lot of the metrics, a lot of the way you measure what is ESG versus what is greenwashing. The data is 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 at the core of all this. I mean, the data is a, is a big very big topic, even at an organization level, how do you really make progress on, on data? Well, we launched, our, we had a, a data, let's say, business line, um, GX, in uh, Global Exchange in State Street, uh, which was launched several years back. Now with the... Um, with the acquisition of CRD, Charles River Development, but also with the creation of the Alpha platform, which is a platform that is not just created for, for CRD, but also for other front office systems. The acknowledgement is that the data is at the core. The acknowledgement is that we are coming from the back office trying to make a difference versus our peers to uh, to asset managers that are coming from the back from the front office at the center was this middle office that was always very manual undigitized um, if, if, if you want uh, that needed a bit of uh, of automation and straight through processing at the core of all of that was the data you need one data source one uh, main um, a data point that for the fund manager starts from the trading, from the input on the front office system, which we didn't have. And from us comes from the, from the TA, from the investor that we did have. How do you marry the two? Well, um, for us, I think we, we found agreement within the organization that 
mastering the, the, the whole transaction from the beginning to the end, from the front to the back, as we were saying it in the past, I was was calling it the back to the front. And, and I was getting criticized for it because I came from the back office, obviously. But anyway, now now it's alpha. It's basically mastering that data from the from end to end, having one data source and creating one uh, one one uh, one uh, data point that that will be the one that will be reconciled across the whole value change. I think as an organization, we found the agreement that that was that that was the solution. And we are having, um, I suppose, some validation of that vision through through the work that we're doing with asset managers, clients that are current clients, but also new ones that we're talking to. Now, if we talk about the the role of of regulators and the legal system, uh, when we talk about data or talk about transformation, Sometimes there's a feeling that the current laws or regulations are not really adapted to really kind of encourage the transformation. Where do you think we need to work more with the regulators to to kind of make innovation and transformation easier for the industry? Yeah, we're currently preparing a, a letter on that subject. Because, um, I think I found uh, as an industry in Luxembourg, we... We use regulations also sometimes to hide ourselves, to protect ourselves. Um, Luxembourg has become very global. Um, it is a cross-border industry, cross-border market. Uh, we cannot afford to be insular any longer. Now, when I took the role and I've, I've, I've asked, let's let's use this technology, let's um, why why do we have what we have, a certain setup? So I'm not going to go into the detail of that. It always comes back to me uh, because the regulations don't allow, and we have a committee that that, that looked at it. And this, at one point, I got uh, a bit upset, and I said, "Okay, can somebody now, black and white, spell out exactly where the issue is?" When we start challenging ourselves, it it's not so black and white. Uh, regulations have, um, let's say progressed uh, a little bit, not as much as we would want it to, but a little bit. And um, there are certain things that we can do that we think we can't, um, that we always um, say, well, regulations haven't uh, allowed us. But with that challenge, uh, we are now going to kind of give our views to the regulator and to the Ministry of Finance. And... um, just spell out from our perspective, what are those um, rules that still um, cause a bit of, uh, let's say, a, a bit of an impediment for us anywhere from uh, adopting technology that the group has already acknowledged, uh, adopted elsewhere that we could leverage here. Uh, and sometimes we find we need to duplicate the setup because, well, the regulations. Um so as I say, it's a bit of a, an internal challenge and an external challenge. I think for 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 the regulators, what what we can do, what we have to do, it's upon us to do is really spell out factually, concretely, what is in our view as a global player that is kind of a hindrance, um, if you will, not because it might not technically prohibit something, but because when you're trying to apply it. In in, 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 in in the reality, it is quite constrained. It, it, it does create some some 
slows us down it duplicates things uh and uh ultimately makes us drop down to certain projects but uh yeah we'll we'll do that we'll we'll just express our views i think some regulations were written maybe 40 years ago for a financial industry that was a private banking industry um private banking industry is still there but i think the fund industry is quite more prevalent at this point and therefore some of the constraint or some of the rationale for certain regulations maybe can be reviewed um i'm not saying it'll change but let's give it a try yeah which is good because i think the regulator in luxembourg has said they want to go more digital in the future so i think that's a good place to start from absolutely that's what we're going to be doing to end our conversation on on a more positive note uh what do you think are the positive changes you hope uh this pandemic will bring about well i Somebody asked me uh, in, in another conversation, um, who's been the winners and who's the losers of, of, of COVID? COVID has been a, a, a tragic um, situation, so I, I don't think there's any winners. If I can point to one, that's been the environment. Look at the streets, less cars. Look at the mileage on your own car. I don't think, uh, or the air miles on your <laughs> on your loyalty plans. I don't think that that could have been fathom anywhere closely to what it has been. And I think that's been a, a good thing. Um, the economy obviously has suffered from it because uh, a lot of the people that make their living out of certain industries and businesses haven't been able to, to do so. I think we're going to have to find the balance somewhere in the middle because what we have been able to do from uh, from an environmental perspective is quite um, astonishing and it's something that we should yeah we should value and we should try to maintain uh, to the extent possible for the generations to come Eduardo in five words or less what would you say is the current state of the financial sector I'd say it's at crossroads Eduardo thank you very much thank it's you. been great it's been a pleasure thanks thanks